Hi everybody, it's Erin. And Meg. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Media Podcast. We really miss you guys. Yeah, it's been a tough week without you. Yeah, I'm sure none of you even noticed, but we took off last week because we had some issues going on in our lives. We were a little stressed, and we've been podcasting for over six months now, and we've never taken a break. Yeah, we realized, like, we looked back and we were like, okay, we've actually never taken a break before. And I feel like everyone has to take a break. Yeah, and so, I mean, we were still, like, well, technically Meg was still posting on the Instagram and all of that. If you guys didn't know, we have an Instagram for our podcast, at Love You Mean It Podcast. And, yeah, we were still posting on that and everything, but it was nice to just take a week off and kind of regroup, recenter. We're back at the apartment now, and we're feeling really good. And so we're really excited to bring this episode for you guys. Yeah, and we actually did an interview yesterday with an influencer which was pretty cool it was our so first fun. one and that episode will be coming out probably in like a couple weeks yeah I, I would think well obviously not this monday because you're listening to this episode i'm thinking there's potential that it could come out the next monday we are receiving a product and we're going to review it for you guys and let you know our thoughts but we don't think it's fair if we like, just tell you to buy this product without us trying it first, so... Yeah. We're gonna give our honest thoughts, and yeah, we're really excited for that to come out. Yeah, we always want to be, like, super transparent and honest with our all of our sponsorships. As you guys know, we have a sponsorship through Anchor right now, which is really cool. You guys will hear that a little bit, but we obviously don't want to just be like, oh, buy this, and yeah. not be, like, reliable, so we want you guys to be able to trust us, so... This week's episode, we're going to be doing something really fun. If you guys don't know, literally, I feel like every single podcast episode is Meg's idea. I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, like, the Craigslist ads and, like, truth or drink and, like, oh and like embarrassing hookup stories. I was like, damn, like, I need to kind of give it, give it a little bit more creativity, you know? Yeah. You know, that's important to have in this business of podcasting. <laughs> this partnership. Yeah. And so... I'm glad you're finally stepping it up. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm really <laughs> stepping up to the plate, and I thought it would be really fun. I mean, we're both listeners of Caller Daddy, and so I guess it's kind of inspired by them, but also it was more inspired by our real lives, because if you guys didn't know, I'm single, Meg met her boyfriend on a dating app, and so I thought it would be really fun to do an episode all about, like, it's kind of going to be a smorgasbord. I hate that word. It's, you said that weird. I know. It's smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just gonna be, like, a nice, it's just gonna be, like, a really nice mix of, like, just, like, how to be successful on dating apps, because I'll just give you guys a little background to the episode before we get into everyone's favorite segment. Like, over quarantine, I really wasn't going on dating apps that much, because I was, like, literally, what's the point? Like, I'm not leaving my house, ew. Mm-hmm. And over, like, the past few weeks, I've been really loving, not having, it's, like, past few days, I've been really loving going on dating apps and, like, talking to guys again. Like, I have that fire beneath me, you know, to ruin some lives. It's just so funny. Like, yesterday we were hanging out and she was on it and I literally grabbed her phone from her hands and was like, okay, I'm gonna swipe for you. And it was just so weird to be on it again because I haven't been it been on, like, a dating app in so long. Yeah. And I used to use them, like, very frequently. Yeah, because if you guys didn't know, like, Meg met her... Well, Meg and her boyfriend have been together for, like, a year. Mm-hmm. At this, well, over a year at this point. And they met on a dating app. And so, like, Meg used to be, like, the queen of them. Me? And I now she's retired. Them. I literally invented them. And now she's passing the crown to me. But, yeah, so I've just been loving doing it and, like... I always get so many tips from my friends and, like, even, like, just, like, tips from Meg about, like, how to make my profile better, like, what I can do to be more successful on it, and, like, ways you can be safe on dating apps as well, especially Mm -hmm. during kind of this episode just going to be about, like, quarantine dating and how to be successful on dating apps, 
pet peeves of ours, things to look out for, ways to stay safe, and then how to just be successful and get, a, allegedly, a long-term relationship. If that's your goal. Yeah. If it's not your goal, then just keep rocking and just hook up with a lot of dudes. Yeah. Or, you know... Or girls, whatever the case will be. I don't know. I just thought this episode would be really fun because Meg and I were scrolling through all of these different guys' profiles last night, and Meg was like, God, I really just want to queer eye, like, all these people. And so, <sighs> like, we only 15% of our listeners are male, so, like, they really probably won't be listening to this episode, but if they are, then you can show this to your brother, your dad, maybe, your friend, and just tell them what girls are looking for in people's profiles because I feel like I have, like, pretty I feel like I am kind of picky yeah but like but that's not a bad thing I know but I also feel like I do have kind of like and like across the board taste that a lot of people have yeah and so it's kind of like we thought it would be cool to just give some tips on like what to look for so before we get into the episode though we're gonna be doing everybody's favorite segment if you guys didn't know it's so fun like podcasting together if you guys didn't know we do this segment every episode where we talk about what we're loving this week and as always, Meg goes first. My newly cleaned room. Oh, good one. I don't know about you guys, but, like, whenever I'm super depressed, like, or just in a funk, I kind of let my room go. I'm not, like, dirty. I just leave clothes, like, everywhere. Like, I, I get in a funk where, like, I'll do my laundry, and then I, like, fold it, put it in a basket, but then, like, the act of putting it away is, it's like, exhausting. the worst thing ever, so I'll just live out of my laundry basket. No, I didn't. And I don't know why I do that, because it literally takes two minutes to put it in the drawer, and my life would be so much easier, and my room would be way more decluttered, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't do that, and yeah. it's, like, a form of self-sabotage, and I, like, no need, I, like, need to stop doing that, so, um, this week... Well, this past weekend, I literally just came, like, uh, for a couple hours every day. I was staying at my parents' house, and I would just come here and just, like, just deep clean my room and then, like, leave and then come back the next day and, like, clean a little more, and, like, I think that was a great way to do it, and I just, like, I, like, went under my surfaces. Like, I literally just did everything that I needed to do, and it feels so good, and I just feel like so much better about myself for doing that, like, Mm -hmm. crossing something off my list, and just, I love going in there now, like, I don't feel, like, stressed out or anxious, it's just a sanctuary again for me, which is good, because I feel like we all need that, especially right now, it's just nice to go into a clean place that's, like, yours, and I highly recommend if any of your spaces need decluttering or, like, Like, I went through my whole closet. I donated two trash bags filled with clothes that I don't wear anymore. Oh, damn. And that that felt really good, too, to just, like, get rid of stuff. And I highly recommend doing that. It made me feel way more productive. And it kind of gave me, like, a little chore to do so that I wasn't just kind of, like, dicking around. So, um, yeah, I think you guys should clean your room, clean your bathroom, clean your kitchen, give your house some love. And, yeah, Erin? It's your turn, baby. No, but, I like, I totally feel that because, I mean, like, I've been working on cleaning my room also, and, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's so easy to, like, let your room just fall to the, like, fall to the side and, like, get out of your mind, but, like, especially now that we're in quarantine, I mean, technically quarantine's over, but we're still quarantining people, uh, especially now that it's technically, quote-unquote, over, um, I don't know, like, during it, you're constantly in your house and you want your house to be a space that like you really feel comfortable in and you feel happy and you want to be in and you mm-hmm. still feel like inspired productive but also like relaxed in and so yeah cleaning your room always just says that and there's nothing like opening the windows and then lighting a candle after you've cleaned mm-hmm. that's like a whole 
new level of just I feel like I've achieved nirvana when I do that yeah. honestly I'm just like my best self so if you guys are feeling a little in the dumps I know it's hard to do but just start like do a little something every day say like okay I'm gonna clean my bathroom floor today or I'm gonna like bleach my countertops or like this that or the other thing whatever you need to do just do it whether it's cleaning your car, like cleaning yourself, like yeah. if you haven't showered oh in a couple days, I'm not judging you. Exfoliate, but yeah, go exfoliate your face. Like just do what you need to do. Take care of yourself and just make sure that you're living in a clean space because you deserve that. Yeah, um, I think I was gonna be like, oh, my parents, my sister. Oh my, I, I just spilled spill water all so over much myself. water oh, all so over myself. Also, there's, we have a conspiracy theory that Meg's bottom lip doesn't work. We've talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, she's gonna spill it. Like, we have, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but Meg loves to like eat or drink something. We ate dinner last night, and she spilled ranch on herself two times. So I think that kind of just like goes to show like where we're at. You know, I don't know what it is. I think I have like really she, bad. she's wearing a gray shirt, and literally it's like dark gray all over her now. I have like really bad like spatial depth mm-hmm. perception, so like I think it's like. <laughs> right at my mouth and then I go take a sip and it just goes all down my mm. I don't know I something's wrong with me I'm disgusting okay, yeah but back to um back to the things that are more important me um so what I'm loving this week is our best friend Ariel so I know that she's definitely listening to this because she's loyal and listens to every episode but I don't know we just had a really great day the other day like we got Duncan and then we went to the beach well we went for a hike first and then we just sat in her car at the beach and we played this game that I got her for her birthday. And I'm so happy that I got it. We have to play. So it's called We're Not Really Strangers. I'll leave a link to the website down below. I wish this was sponsored, but it's definitely not. <laughs> but their Instagram is also just really inspiring. And they have so many different versions of the game. They have like We're Not Really Strangers, Stranger Edition, Friend mm-hmm. Edition, Relationship Edition, all sorts of editions. They have like Coworker. But I just got her like the basic one. And basically the game is all about just like getting closer to people and so I guess that's one thing I'm really loving this week too because there's basically three different rounds and there's different cards so if you guys listen to our episode all about like 36 questions that lead to love it's pretty similar to that like the first round's like more like I think it's like perception it's like how do you look at me or how do other people look at me the second level is connection so it's like I know there was like a few random question cards that you can make questions yourself Mm -hmm. so I was like have you ever felt not connected to me and it really sparked, like, some really good conversation that mm-hmm. we haven't had in, like, a really long time. Like, we talked about, like, issues that we've had in the past. Like, we talked about, like, the weaknesses that we see in ourselves and ways that we can improve. And my favorite part of the entire game was, like, when you're leaving, you, like, the final step is that you each have to take a piece of paper and write each other a note. And then you give it to each other, but you can't open it until you leave. And so, like, she dropped me off at my house, and I went inside and into my bathroom, and I opened, the, like, the little letter, and I, like, bawled my eyes out. It was so cute. But I'm just really grateful for Ariel because, I mean, yeah, she wanted to play that game, but she's always there for us, and she's always supporting mm-hmm. the podcast, and she's just a great friend. We want to have her on with her boyfriend, Nate, coming soon to do, like, a couple therapy episode because they've been together, like, the same... Well, a little bit longer than I have. I would yeah. say, just like a few months longer than Meg and her boyfriend have. And both of you, like Meg and John and Ariel and Nate, are just like really great examples of like healthy relationships to like look up to. And so I'm just really grateful for the both of them. So yeah. Sure, okay. Sorry, sorry I had to go off for a second, but we love you, Ariel. Love you, Bessie. But before we get into the actual fun part of this episode, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back.
All right, everybody, we're back to this episode. So like I said, it's going to be all about like how to have a successful relationship on a dating app, things to avoid, ways to stay safe, and all sorts of stuff. So I think it would be really fun to talk about first, just to, like for some comic relief, like our pet peeves about other people's dating profiles. Okay. I just like, I think Erin and I should start like a service yeah. where guys can just, you know, it doesn't even have to be monetarily, just like buy a Starbucks or mm-hmm. like, like, I don't know, something. Yeah. And we can just redo your profile because like we both like photography, mm-hmm. um, we both like can style people. So I think we would be pretty good at that low key and all the straight guys need the help because like. There are very few guys that I've scrolled past where I've been like, oh, he looks good. Or, yeah. like, oh, he has a good like good style. or And, like, I know it's, like, just, like, the picture not doing them justice. Like, I know that they're probably an attractive person. Mm-hmm. But it's just the photo that's, like, not It's doing how they're them. presenting themselves. Yeah. Though. And, like, the first picture that you have should be, like, your favorite picture of yourself. Mm-hmm. It should not be with another person. It should not be in a group of people. Because, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, when I've done that, I automatically scroll past people that are in a group. Unless they're, like, unless someone in that picture is, like, insanely hot and I want to see, like, if it's them. Yeah. Then I'll I'll scroll down. But if they're in a group, I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't have the time to decipher who you are. It's, like, difficult playing the game of, like, oh, my God, who's who, like which one is which, and, like, obviously, normally, if you just scroll down, you get the next picture, but also, I feel like, in a way, it comes off as, like, almost insecure. Yeah. It's, like, oh, like, or, like, so, like, obviously, you want to have, like, a group picture, because we can talk a little bit, like, kind of the balance of, like, which, what kind of pictures you want, but, I don't know, it just comes off as, like, it's the worst when somebody has group picture after group picture after group picture, and obviously, it's your friend group, so it's, like, the same group of people, and I'm, like, okay, which one? And, like, I know the argument is for a lot of that, that, like, guys will say, oh, I don't have any, like, good pictures of myself. Then, like, ask somebody to take a picture yeah. of you. Or there's such a thing called a self-timer. Oh, Use it. good point. Like, you that. can take a selfie. Like, you can crop someone out of the picture. I don't give a shit. Do whatever you have to do. But I don't want to have to see a picture of your hockey team or you out at a club with your boys and have to see who you are, because I don't know. I know. Do you listen to Schnitt talk? No. Um, so, basically, you guys, you definitely know her from Twitter. Yeah. Ellie, um, oh, Ellie yeah, Schnitt. yeah. Yeah. So, she has a podcast on Barstool. Yeah. And, um, so, she, with her best friend, I think her name's Alana, mm-hmm. they're so funny, but they did a whole episode. I remember, I, I, it's like an older episode, maybe I can try and link it down below for you guys, but she did it about guys' dating profiles, and she was like... She was like, straight men just don't know how to take pictures. And she they was like, don't. and she was like, I'm the first girl, like, when we go out to, like, say to my guy, like, my, like, guy friends, be like, oh, let me take a picture of you. Because it's like, obviously, like, I have no problem, like, telling my sister, like, oh, I want you to take a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Or, like, being like, oh, wait, can you, Meg, can you take a picture of me? But I know guys, like, that's not, like, a cool thing to be like, hey, bro, can you, like, just take a snap of me? Like, I look really good. <laughs> and so, like, I feel bad that they don't have, like, that opportunity almost, because it's, like, almost embarrassing, I feel like. Or I feel like they think it's embarrassing. Okay, we need to normalize guys taking pictures of themselves. Because you guys look good. Yeah, and, like, if there's good lighting or something, like, you're, if, you, if your friends don't offer to take a picture of you, like, ever, you need to get yourself some new friends. Yeah. Because that means they're not, like, hyping you up, or they're not, like, trying to help you look better mm-hmm. if you look bad. Yeah. So, I think... 
like, I don't know, just you need to step that shit up. And it's not that hard to do. Once you do it, like, just put on a, like, piece of clothing or, like, something that you're comfortable in and look good in and just, like, smile Like, or I don't whatever. think there's anything embarrassing of taking a self-timer photo or, like... That's what influencers do. Like, if they don't have people around, they literally buy, like, phone tripods. Yeah. And then they do self-timers. Like, that's how people make a living. It's not weird. Yeah. It's 2020, like... But, you're, you're, it's all about your online presence, yeah, and if, sure. if you look like a joke, people are going to perceive you as a joke, so. Meg's really taking the reins on this one. No, but I think, like, after the group picture and, like, not having quality pictures, it comes, dun, 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 the fish picture. I don't want to see you holding anything except for a dog or a cat. I just, like, don't, I was, like... I was just thinking the other day because I was scrolling and I saw quite a few fish pictures back to back. And I just like, I I mean, I've never been a fisherman myself, fisherwoman myself. Fisherwoman. And so like, I, I guess I understand like the appeal is like, oh, it's kind of like an animal crossing and you're like, oh, I caught this shark, look. But it's like, okay, like I animal don't. Animal crossing is not real life though. But I don't need to see it. Like I understand like you're proud of yourself and it's like makes you look like, you think it makes you look macho. But, like, you could, you could literally be the, like, sexiest man alive. So you, you could have one people's sexiest man alive, and if you have a fish picture, I will sway. No, left. Left. Sorry. Never right. clarify. Sorry, left. clarify. Left. It's, it's just not attractive. It never will be. I just, I don't know. If, unless that's, like, your job or, like, I don't know. Yeah. Even, I've seen guys with hunting pictures with, like, deers in the trunks of their car and it's just so unattractive, and, like... Like, I'm sure somebody somewhere is probably into that, but for the most part, every girl I've talked to does not find it cute. So take the picture out. But when you're going, like, I feel like when you're using a universal app, like Tinder or Bumble, Mm -hmm. you probably should stay clear of those types of pictures, but if you're using, like, a farmer meat or farmer mingle or whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. then, like, you can use those pictures, but... There's a time and a place, baby, and it is not on Tinder or Bumble or Hinge. It's that it, those pictures are not it. I think I know. I just talked again, but I just because I'm like the, the Bumble queen right now. Bullshit. Um, Ariel and I were talking about this on our walk the other day because I was I was sharing with her like a bunch of I wasn't like sharing like guys' actual profiles, but I was telling her that like one thing that I hate, and she agreed, is that like when people like will bring up their ex or, like, a relationship in their bio. Like, obviously, I'm, like, I am not, I'm gonna call myself out, I am not a good person when it comes to a bio. Like, I rarely know what to say. However, I think your bio is a place to talk about yourself, have people get to know you. Starting off your bio with, just got out of a nine-year relationship is not the way to start being like, oh, I just broke up with my girlfriend in summer 2019. I was telling Ariel, I was like, do you want to get more specific? Do you want to tell me, like, the month, the day? Like, I don't care. Like, obviously, once I get to know you, like, if you're like, oh, I'm, like, just opening myself back up again, like, that's fine. Or if we start talking, you bring that up. But, like, starting out, like, your profile and, like, what I see of you with mm-hmm. just got out of a nine-year relationship. Like, I just don't think it's cute. I, like, I don't think the ex talk, like... Don't, it, it, don't it, open it, the X file before the conversation even starts. It's even before the first date, yeah. Like, before like, the conversation even starts, like, I like I want to know, obviously, about you to, like, get to know you, but, like, I don't want to do that, you know? Yeah, that's just, I don't know, man. It, it also just looks bad because, like, I put myself in the X's position, 
and say like I wouldn't want my ex-boyfriend posting on dating apps saying that he broke up with me even if there is a level of anonymity to it Mm -hmm. like it's still he's still talking about you and that says to me that you're not over it Mm -hmm. so just if you do that at all just please delete that out of your bio if you want to talk about that later down the road and just say like hey letting you know like this is my first like date I've been on since like coming out of this long-term relationship or whatever that's fine but like there's a time to be honest and a time not to be, I guess. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying to be dishonest, but just don't make that the first thing you say. Yeah. Because, like, it's unappealing when you're trying to get to know someone and you're putting yourself out there. And they're like, oh, my ex, my ex, my ex. It's yeah. like, okay, you are you need to live in the present. Like, Yeah, I mean, I don't really think that your ex slash, like, your breakup should be, like, a defining characteristic of, like, who you are. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, another thing I don't like... Is when um, guys put like flags in their bio, interesting, or oh, like, or like they have pics. I just fucking hate flags. I don't want to see them in your background. I don't want to. If I see a Saturdays for the boys flag, <laughs> I will swipe. My finger will fucking fall off for me swiping left that fast. Oh my God. Don't put that shit in there. Girls hate that. That's so funny. I've never really like thought about. I it. hate. That's just like the sign of like a jackass. Like, yeah. I just, I want nothing to do with it. You're just a douchebag. I think another thing that I don't really like is when, I don't really like when people put their Instagram in their bio. Or Snapchat. Because I'm like, so you're looking for, like... Followers. Yeah. You're doing it for the clout. Yeah. That's not, that's weird. Yeah, I don't really like that. And then, I don't really like, I feel like that's really it for, like, my pet, pet peeves. But I also, it also gets confusing when it's, like, Guys will post pictures with, like, babies. And I'm like, is that yours? <laughs> and they're always like, oh, haha, this is my niece. And I'm like, okay, that like, joke is so tired. Like, why are you using your cute niece for the clout? I also just don't like when guys give you, like, their, or it says, like, their, um, their, like, what you just said. How, mm-hmm. like, you talked about Instagram handles. I'm like, sweetie, I'm a stalker and I can find your Instagram handle by myself. Seriously? I don't need your help. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm not going to follow you. Yeah, no. Um, I may not even give you my number. So. Yeah. It's just kind of for, it's like too forward for me. Yeah. Like, or even if like bringing it up in conversation, like, oh, here's my Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. it sounded like a business deal or something. I, I don't know. It's just Follow weird. for follow. Yeah. <laughs> like for like. <laughs> like for like. All right. I think it's kind of like wrapping up for like the pet peeves, but I'm like, how do you. Oh. Oh. Do oh, you want another sorry. one? I have another yeah, one. Meg has another one. Um. Something that really bothers me is when guys talk about height in their bio. Oh, yeah. Like, they say, uh, 5'8", because that matters. Oh, yeah. Or, like, it just sounds so petty. And also, I feel like guys are never truthful. Like, Mm -hmm. if they say they're 6 feet and above, they're not, probably. Um, they're probably 5'11", 5'10". I know, I just matched with someone who said he's 6'1", and I was, like, doubtful, but I'll take it. That's, like, the danger zone. I think anywhere from, like, 5'11", to I'd say like six two mm-hmm. is probably a lie. Yeah. If they say that they're six three and above, they probably are. Yeah. And th- another trick that I have for deciphering height is that if they do have a person next to them 
or some sort of landmark like a car or like a flagpole mm-hmm. or something, you can kind of see if they're telling the truth or not. Yeah, a little bit. Me and, and I, I'm, I'm like looking at his pictures right now, and I'm like, okay, he's with a group of friends, and he's taller than all of them. So I'm like, I think he might be. I just hate when like guys lie about something that's so observable. Like, at least lie and say, I'm a doctor or something. Yeah. Like, don't lie about your height. Like, like I can see that, that as see. soon as I see you. Like, that's like me saying that I'm a D-cup when I'm definitely a negative A. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, just don't lie about physical traits. No, like, that I doesn't that. make sense. One thing I do, I one thing I kind of love now, though, about dating apps is I love, so we have an astrology episode up on the podcast, like, the channel right now. But one thing that I really love about Bumble is, like, obviously it's not something that I, like, let dictate my, like, dating choices. But, like, I just love now that Bumble has the opportunity for you to automatically know what sign they are. Because I just think it's so, it's just, like, so interesting. Especially, like, even, I mean, I'm mostly swiping, like, I'm, like, swiping seriously. Mm -hmm. But I'm, like, if I was just swiping, like, just for fun and was, like, just looking at people's profiles, like, there's this one guy who had, like, all these really showy photos and then it said he was Leo. I was like, makes sense. T. Yeah. No, you can kind of almost profile people mm-hmm. based from their based off their profiles. Me acting like I'm in criminal minds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually in the behavioral analysis unit. But yeah, I don't know. You can. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, that, I just but. think dating apps are so fun. So like, what like what one? I mean, just reiterating, Meg has a boyfriend. He's upstairs. But um, <gasps> what's your favorite? Like, do you have a favorite? Oh, by far Bumble. Yeah, no. Something I also like is that it says if they're a voter or not. Oh yeah, I love that too. Love woke kings. Yeah. Um, if you have like BLM in your bio or like a gay pride flag or something, I love that. I will probably swipe for you if I had my dating apps active, which I do not. Yeah. But we love social justice warriors. That's very important. Um, yeah, just, like, if you have, I guess we can talk about, like, what to do now, mm-hmm. like, what to include. Yeah. So, like, we were kind of talking about before, your first picture should be one of you by yourself. Good lighting. I don't want to see your hood up. I don't, probably don't want sunglasses on. I or, think like, it, a hat. I think it should just be a very clear, like, hey, like, it doesn't this have to be your me. full body, but, like, at least, like, shoulder up, like, this is what I look like, like, head on. Like, mine is, like, me literally facing the camera, like... I look like I know that's probably uncomfortable for people if you don't like photos taken of you, but, like, wouldn't you want to know who you were meeting up with or something? Like, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Another thing that's not cute, um, are catfish photos. Um, Please don't steal other people's photos. It's just embarrassing because you mostly always get caught. That, and I feel like if you were just honest with people, like, I don't know if people are just doing it, like, for fun, like, to be dicks. Yeah. Or if they're, like, actually, like, so insecure that they can't show their face. I know. That's, that's probably sad. I'm like, I don't think anybody's gonna think you're that ugly. No, there's someone out there, I truly believe there's someone out there for everyone. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's, like, one perfect person for everyone, but I think that, like, there's so many people in the world, you can find one. I just think, like, the perfect, like, the perfect, what would you say, formula for, like, pictures you should Mm -hmm. have. I would say, like, what like what would you say is, like, the max number of pictures? I, I Like, I know the max you can put is six, but, like, would you put six? I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. I think you should put at least three. Yeah, I think at least three. I think it would be nice to have one of you, like, straight looking at the camera, like, this is what I look like. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, a nice full body. You don't have to be in a freaking bathing suit, guys. Yeah. You don't have to be in a, a Speedo. 
but just like hey. and you also I would like to point out you don't have to have a perfect body mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of a dad bod yeah like you don't have to be have huge muscles or six-pack abs no. same goes for the ladies yeah you don't have to have a huge fat ass or like titties like or just be super skinny like just present yourself as you are and I think people will appreciate you doing that because there are so many people that post pictures from when from like 30 pounds ago or you know whenever I think just being transparent and being honest on dating apps is super important Mm -hmm. and you need to present what you look like currently yeah so I think like a nice straight on a nice full body, not not even like in a bathing suit. You could be in like a, like clothes showing off your style, maybe. It could be even like a group photo. Yeah, and or then something. like definitely, I think it would be nice to have a group photo. It doesn't have to be twenty people, but like maybe you and like your best friend, you and like a friend or two, you and your mom, yeah, or your grandma. You, you just kind of showing off that like you have those other people in your life, and that like you can have like successful relationships with other people. Or I always think it's cool when people put like photos of famous people that they've met. That's funny. I think it's kind of funny, like, I've seen guys with, like, pictures of, like, Barack Obama yeah. or, like, some like someone cool, and I'm like, oh, like okay, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a conversation starter. Yeah. I remember the first guy I ever swiped on, it was, like, I swiped... Except for, for Steve-O. Okay, if yeah. If you have a picture of Steve-O in your bio, take that shit out. It literally just looks like people, like, Photoshop themselves next to Steve-O. Seriously, they, they do. They all look the exact same. They do. But the first guy I ever swiped on, I have a vivid memory, is because I swiped on him because he had a picture of him and Seth Rogen. I was like, oh my god, no way. And uh, if you guys didn't know, I have a secret kink for Seth Rogen, so. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think if you have any pictures of famous people, or, like, mildly famous people, yeah. that's pretty cool to include. Yeah, I think it's obviously important to include, like, your location, like, where you are. Yeah, like, like you don't have to, to say my address is. Yeah, but, but you're like, oh, I'm, like, like, I mean, obviously for me, I'm like, oh, I'm in New Haven. Yeah, so just, just kind of, or give, like, a general area yeah. of where you are, like, Southern California, or, like, just say, like, a general yeah. geographic area. Obviously being truthful, truthful about your age, and then I feel like this is really dating apps these days are, like, kind of awesome with how specific they are, because... Both Bumble and Hinge, which I use the most, I don't really go on Tinder that much, but both Bumble and Hinge give you the opportunity to let people know ahead of time if you're completely against drinking, smoking, Mm -hmm. anything like that. Some people I know even put their religion, which I think is, I don't think it's necessarily important because religion isn't important to me, but I know a lot of guys I've been seeing lately have been, I've been swiping on, have been Jewish. Yeah. And so, like, it's, it's cool to almost, like, know that ahead of time. Yeah. Because, like, I know, like... The Jewish community, specifically females, don't really necessarily have, like, not the access to Jewish men, but I know it can definitely be difficult. Like, I know that's definitely, like, a sore spot. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool that you have that ability to be specific. I don't really think, oh, I mean, I think on Hinge you can be, like, specific and say, like, you only want Jewish people, but. Another thing that's cool about, like, the specific the specificity of those apps is, like, how you can set, like, height preferences yeah. or just, like, preferences in general. Like, I know you can do this with Tinder, but I honestly just hate Tinder. Like, yeah. it's horrible. I, I tried downloading it again the other day, but I just, like, I never, I don't know. Like, I used to like it back, like, when I first started well, college. That was the because, first like, app. Yeah, like, because, there weren't like, any others. I don't know. I kind of liked it when we first started college just because it's, like, they can also reach out to you first mm-hmm. or you can reach out to them. Bumble used to actually really, like, scare me because, I mean, like, I'm... I've ne- like I never have a problem with like messaging anybody first, but I was always kind of nervous about like messaging people first, just because I was like, oh, I don't know, like I don't want to make the first move. But now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Hey, hey, Dan. No, yeah, you could say like I guess we could talk about like 
how to start a conversation. Good one. Um, so I think something to point out is, like, maybe what they're wearing. Like, Mm -hmm. I've said, like, hey, like, to guys, like, hey, you have cool style. And I feel like that's, like, a unique compliment Mm because that's something that they chose. Yeah. You can't really chose how, you can't really choose how you look. Yeah. But you can choose what clothes you wear or how you style your hair or stuff like that. So I think that's, like, a really personal like, like, nice comment to receive, and it's, I don't know. No, I, like, I mean, like, I feel like it's, like, unique and different, because that's not, like, something I would think to be, yeah. like, oh, you have nice style. Obviously, don't lie if you don't believe it. Yeah, like, don't be, like, Regina George and be, like, that's the ugliest effing skirt I've, I've ever seen. seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. it's, like, don't lie about it. Like, obviously, you don't want to be a liar. Like, you want to have, like, the relationship be authentic and, like, just honest, but... I think, like, another good point, Megan and I were talking about this yesterday, is that Bumble just recently, like, started adding prompts that you can answer, mm-hmm. but Hinge has always done this, and so I've always found it really great that it's, like, that's, like, a great conversation starter, so, like, that's something that, like, I'll always, like, I'll, most often, that's, like, the first thing I comment on, like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll answer their question, or, like, I'll make a comment about their answer, like, um, this guy, like, this one guy I matched with, he said, like, that one of his prompts for Hinge was, I'm, like, I'm weirdly attracted to, da 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 and he was, like, nice handwriting. And so I was, like, oh, I'd like to think I have nice yeah. handwriting. And then it, like, starts a conversation from there. And so, like, I think kind of, like, using their prompts to your advantage is kind of the way to go. Because, like, for me, one of my prompts on Hinge is, you'd be surprised to, wait, it's, like, it's, like, you'd be surprised to know that. Or, like, people are shocked when I tell them that. And then it's, I think cheese is disgusting. Because, like, that's a controversial thing about yeah. me that, like, nine times out of ten people comment on and they're like, wait, what? Are you okay? Or they're like, oh my god, I totally agree. Yeah. And so, like, some, like something like that or, like, another one of my hinge ones is, it's like, if I could, like, if I could eat this every day, it's breakfast food. And, like, guys are always like, oh my god, like, I love breakfast food, like, let's go get mm-hmm. it, like, whatever. And so, I think picking prompts that have some sort of way that somebody else can like clap back or somebody else can say something or like somebody can like almost tease you in a way yeah it's like a great way of like starting a conversation I think another thing is too like this obviously won't apply to everyone but like if you're a girl and you like mildly like sports oh I think that's like a huge conversation starter because I used to have like my sports teams that Mm -hmm. I followed in my bio and guys would either like I'm a Patriots fan and like that was in there and guys would be like either like oh my god like you're a Patriots fan or be like you're a Patriots (laughs) fan like kind of give you shit about it yeah which I think is fun and I'm like oh shit you like the Jets yeah do you know what a touchdown is like just like so like you can kind of banter playfully with each other but if you don't like sports obviously that's okay you can have other things that you're um that you have in common but like just look for I guess what I'm going for is look for things that you have in common Mm -hmm. and you can kind of like poke fun at people for, like, their interests, or, like, not obviously in a mean way, but, like, just kind of give them a hard time a little bit. Yeah, I think that's just, like, I feel like guys most, like, a lot of the times have not, like, a hard time, like, coming up with conversations, but, like, it is hard to have that initial, like, hey, yeah, and so, like, I matched with this, me, like, me every five seconds, I matched with this guy, yeah, but I matched with this guy the other day, and one of his photos was him and a friend at a Cubs game. 
and I was like, oh, you're a Cubs fan? <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, like, I'm actually, like, like he was like, I'm actually a Red Sox fan. But, but no, but he was like, that might, like, change how you feel anyway. And I was like, oh, no, like, no way. Like, I'm a Red Sox fan, too. Yeah. And so, like, something like that is, like, I don't, like, I don't want to make it sound like guys are stupid. But, like, <laughs> but, but, like sports or something, like, they really love to, like, latch on to a lot of the times. Or if they don't, like, a lot of guys will put in their bio, like, oh, I, like, going to breweries instead, like, oh, I like reading instead, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm really interested in this, and so you can kind of, like, spawn on a conversation from that. I think another thing to talk about is, like, alcohol preferences. Mm-hmm. I think that says a lot about a person. Like, if you're a girl and you drink beer, then I think that means you're a down bitch. Yeah. But just, like, I don't know, it's cool to, like, you could, I've asked people before, like, oh, um, like, what's your go-to drink? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that says a lot about a person. Like, if they say, like, they get a Bud Light, I'm like, okay, so you're probably, like, you're cool, you're not picky, you don't really give a shit, like, you'll, you're down for whatever. Yeah. Literally whatever is thrown at you, like, you're, you're fine. Down. A down bitch. But if someone says, like, oh, like, I like a, a cosmopolitan, yeah. I'm like, okay, so you're probably a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am, because I love cosmopolitan. Exactly. But just, I don't know, I think it just says a lot about, like, what people are just into same thing with food you can ask like oh what's your favorite meal Mm -hmm. or like if I were to take you out to dinner where would you want to go like stuff like stuff like that yeah like just in my opinion I feel like it's better to say something kind of like quirky or like unique or like Mm -hmm. point out an interest like another guy he said that he was a cook and I was like oh like what's your favorite thing to make yeah and so like pointing out something like that and that gives them something to respond to is way better than just saying hey or yeah. just being like hi or like yeah. what's up like I don't want to get like a hey beautiful or yeah. like anything like I don't know you like that yet don't yeah. call me that like it's, like it's better to have kind of like a back and forth banter because there's nothing worse than being like hey and then going hi and then you're like what's up and it's just awkward or like I've also gotten like nice compliments like oh you have a nice smile mm-hmm. or oh you have nice eyes or like some, something like that like is always a nice compliment Instead of saying, like, I've, but on the other end of that, I've also been, like, I've also gotten, like, oh, my God, you have such nice tits, or, like, yeah. want to fuck, like, question oh, you mark. A, oh, you have a nice butt. I'm Before like, you even say hi, I'm, like, you can't, like, yeah. that's not a way to talk to a girl. That's not a way to get a conversation flowing. Even if you want to fuck, that's fine. But, like, don't start off the conversation like that. Like, that's so weird. But one thing I do like, though, about, like, Bumble, and I think Hinge does it, too, mm-hmm. you can say what you're looking for. Yeah. So if you're looking for something more casual, if you're looking for something, like, a, a relationship, there's actually an option for marriage, too. So if you want to date for marriage, oh, I didn't know that. that's an option. And I think that's really cool. Because, yeah. I mean, like, I was kind of open to whatever. Mm-hmm. I just said, I don't even remember what I said. I don't even remember what I said. But, like, I think it's just good to be, like, open to all possibilities. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, I wasn't really into, like, the marriage thing, because yeah. I was, like, oh, I'm a little like, young uh, for that, 20. but, yeah, so I think it's good to just, like, if you're looking for a specific thing, like, if you're only looking for a relationship, maybe stay clear of people that are looking for something casual, or, like, vice versa, mm-hmm. and, yeah, I think it's just important to, like, read people's profiles, like, because I think those can have a lot of red flags yeah. in them. I know. I that just, the pictures don't always give away. I know. That kind of transitions into, like, the next category, where it's, like, what to look out for or, like, how to be safe, especially now when it comes to, like, dating, like, Mm -hmm. especially during COVID, like, trying to be as cautious as possible. Another thing that's really cool is I think Bumble does it. I'm not 100% sure about Hinge, but 
Bumble has a feature where you can actually say what dates you're comfortable with going on. So there's an, a part that you can put on to every single, like, I mean, just like your profile in general. I saw a guy had it the other day. I haven't turned mine on, but it said that he was only comfortable going on dates with masks on and like okay. doing that. And so like you have the option to like say that you're only comfortable virtual dating for right now, which I feel like right now, if you're interested in anything serious or interested in, like, talk, actually talking to people, I feel like now is the time to do it more than ever because even, like, the past few months, like, a lot of dating has been online and you haven't really had the opportunity to really just, like, go on dates and, like, f- f- I'm, I'm sure fuckboys are really struggling right now because, like, you can't just, like, <laughs> fuck around and, like, fuck a bunch of people and just, like, get away with it. Like, this is the time to, like, talk to people and get to know them and to, like, look forward to eventually hanging out in the future. So it's, like, a really good time to date if you're looking for it. But, yeah, just really, there's, like, a lot of red flags, I feel like, to keep up with and to just, like, really be careful of. I don't know if any of you guys watched the YouTuber Kelly Stamps, but she did a video, and it was so funny. And she was, um, she was like, did, a, like, a vlog in her car because she walked out of a date because she met this guy who was really nice, mm-hmm. but he had, like, a really weird voice and everything. And, oh, that's one of my favorite Yeah, and, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. she, like, they had a good date, though, and she said it was, like, weird at first, but that it got really good and that she really liked him. And then he was like, okay, by the way, like... I have something to tell you. And she was oh like, God. what? And he was like, I have three kids. And she was like, and she got really upset because on her bio, it's, it says that she doesn't want kids at all. Like, she has no interest of having kids in the yeah. future. And she was like, I feel like you literally just played me. So she took the tiramisu that, she, that they ordered and she left with the whole thing. I was like, okay, go girl. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, having kids, but you just have to realize that not everyone wants that life, and, yeah. like, you chose that life, but that doesn't mean that everyone else will. I think it's just, like, in the best interest, or, like, honestly, like, the right of the person that you're talking to to disclose in your profile, like, what you have. Like, obviously, I know that, like, kids will scare people away, but some people aren't scared away by kids, and they're actually, like, interested in people with kids, and so I think you really have to, I don't know, just, like, be honest about yourself and, like, your life like he apparently this guy also lied about his job so i feel like it's a good way to weed people out though you're Mm -hmm. only getting people that are like interested yeah exactly um what was i gonna say or i'm looking for like this one like a podcast account that we follow i I can't remember what it's called but like she would go on zoom dates with guys i I know what you're talking about i can't find i can't find the account though is it off the rocks yeah that or on the rocks on the, that was it. Thank you. Fuck. I was gonna say, because I remember she always comes up, and she's, like, always, we're always, like, interacting so, with her. There's this podcast that we follow on Instagram. You guys should totally give her, um, a listen, or just check out her Instagram. But something that she's been doing over the, like, quarantine period is she's been going on online dates virtually. So she goes on Zoom dates with guys from Bumble, guys from Hinge, whatever the case will be, and they just, like, talk and like drink and stuff like mm-hmm. I remember one guy like sing her a song on Maybe. his guitar like I don't know I thought that was really interesting to like see a first date happen cool. I don't know like if you're new to online dating or like you're scared and you're not really sure like where to start I think looking at her content or like listening to her podcast is like a great way to start because mm-hmm. it kind of gives you like a framework for like what a first date like through a dating app is like, especially now, because this is, like, all uncharted territory. Yeah. No one knows how to date right now. No one knows what they're doing. So I think that's, like, a great way to get to know someone. You don't have to wear a mask. It's yeah. just virtual. And then that way, like, if you 
see them and you're not attracted to them, you don't actually have to waste your time and, like, go out and meet them yeah, in the middle just, of a pandemic. You can just hang out. Because how shitty would it be if you made a date with a guy and then you leave your house in a pandemic to go meet someone and then they're, like, totally not you know, like, it? like, fishing you or something? I think talking, like, I've said this before, I'll say it a million times again, pandemic or not, like, you should FaceTime your date before, like, meeting them. I was Because say. I've... I could have avoided complete disasters if I had just taken that extra step. I was going to say, like, this would be a nice transition into, like, the steps that you took getting into your relationship with John and how, like, I mean, because I feel like you took so many steps, like, FaceTiming him before and, like, all the mm-hmm. things that you did beforehand that, like, made it successful and, like, made you still in a relationship now. So, if you wanted to, like, share so the, the journey. I talked to him for, like, a week before we actually went on a date. And we had, like, a planned date, which I think helps. Mm-hmm. Because if you just say, oh, let's go out sometime and you don't specify, I feel like it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But if you say, like, let's schedule a date and, like, you actually make a date, I think that's really important. Um, another thing, like, I would just 1,000% recommend, like, FaceTime them. Because, like, you can call someone, but, like, you still could be getting catfish mm-hmm. or you could just not be attracted to them. And I know that sounds really shallow, but, like, you have to be attracted to someone on some level. And if you're not, then, like, it's not right to waste their time. So I highly recommend FaceTiming beforehand. I did that. I talked to my boyfriend for, like, three hours one night. And we just, like, talked about everything. And, like, I think that set, like, a really good foundation for our first date. We felt, like, really comfortable and stuff like that. Like, I felt like I had known him for a really long time. And that's just, like, really all I can say. Like, just know who you're talking to like I think you should have their phone number just in case like I don't know I Mm -hmm. think it's good to because like if you're meeting up with them and you don't have their number like if they don't check the app or something and you need to get in contact with them like it's just easier to have their phone number you can always block them if things go south yeah um I don't know what else just like just you just have to talk to them a lot before because like I've been on dates where I haven't really done that like it's been very spontaneous and it's almost a little awkward because you know literally nothing about you're literally talking to a stranger yeah so I think just know who you are going on a date with Mm -hmm. and it's important to talk to them beforehand like over FaceTime or Skype or like whatever you can Mm -hmm. because if they have an Android they can't use FaceTime oh I didn't even think about that yeah also low-key I think if a guy has like an Android, I'm kind of, like, suspicious of him. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's bad, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like... Big I, iPhone girl. I can't really read people that have Androids. Like, I, I don't really know what that means. I can't read people. I just, like... I'm just, like... Uh, I'm, like, are you trying to be different? Or, like, do you yeah. just... Like, are you techy? And, yeah. like, you think that iPhone suck? Like, I'm, like, what's the... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm usually very open to a lot of people, but if you don't have an yeah. iPhone, I'm kind of, like... Uh, I don't know, but I think, like, wrapping up, like, the real takeaways for this episode are just, like, like, communicating with them, being aware of red flags, being safe during a pandemic, delete your fish pictures, I don't want to hear about your ex in your bio. Mm -mm. I don't want you to ask me to follow you on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, another huge red flag. Huge. I can't believe I missed this. This is, like, the biggest red flag. If a guy only talks to you on Snapchat, oh. run away. Run the fuck away. Yeah. If you are, if you want a relationship or you at least want to date this guy 
if he's only talking to you on Snapchat, he is not interested. Yeah. He just wants nudes. That's it. That's it. That that's that was my essay. That's Thank a you. tweet. Like, he's a fuckboy. If yeah. he only talks to you on Snapchat, he's a fuckboy. End of story. If you are having like simultaneous conversations, like you're texting and Snapchatting, I think that's usually a good sign. Yeah. You're having like two conversations at once. Yeah. It can kind of be a lot, but like it's kind of fun, especially like when you're starting out, like talking to someone new. But if you're only speaking to them on Snapchat, please delete it. Run the other way. Throw your phone against the wall. Just run away. Like, there's just no point. I feel like it could be funny to talk about, like, fuckboys in the future on episodes. Maybe if you guys want to hear that, definitely let us know. We definitely have a lot of fuckboys. We definitely have a lot of stories with them. Whew! But, yeah. Maybe we can ask you guys some of your stories with fuckboys. Oh, my God, that would be so funny. I know. Like, I definitely want to, like, I feel like we've... Even, like, as we've been uploading, obviously we've been having, like, really great interviews with people, and we're going to continue to have great interviews, but it's also been kind of great, like, opening up and talking about more, like, not necessarily, like, controversial, but, like, I feel like, especially in the past, like, few months, like, two months since we've, like, been back together with our Truth or Drink episode, our Embarrassing Hookup Stories episode, I really feel like it would be an interesting episode to talk about sex, slash not having it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I feel like that could be a really good episode, too, but... Yeah, also look forward to our roommate, Kelsey. She comes back for the week, well, for like five days, in ten days. And so we're going to be doing an episode with her, and we're going to be talking about why we had to leave our apartment for two weeks. And we're going to be finally talking about everything that's been happening. And I'm just so excited because you guys have never met her, so it's going to be a really good episode. But I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Don't forget to rate us, preferably five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a nice review. We would love that. And stay tuned for our future giveaway with Cassandra McClure in the future. Hopefully next week the episode will be going up so you guys can listen to it. But thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and we love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Bye.